AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is a special edition of Ag Bioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal science, plant health, and ag tech. Ag Bioscience is at Rally, a cross-sector innovation conference here in Indianapolis, welcoming more than 3,000 attendees from around the globe. One of those is animal health innovator Tamara Lee, co-founder and CEO of EIO Diagnostics. Tamara. Hi, Mitch. Welcome to Ag Bioscience. Thanks Hello. for having me. I am so glad you're here, so glad you're at Rally. Your work to bring AI and machine learning into Ag Bioscience, into animal health, absolutely incredible. But before, before we get into the work that you're leading at EIO, we have to learn more about you. You've you've described yourself as a recovering journalist or a once upon a time journalist. So how do you get from journalism to diagnostics? Agriculture. Clearly. Clearly, right? So agriculture is the cornerstone of human civilization. Just oh, I often say this is the only economy that touches every person on this planet. Thousand percent. And it's real. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually I, I started as a writer um, and worked in traditional ecological knowledge with an indigenous community in the north. I started working with um, the Na Department of Natural Resources in Canada as a science communicator and doing that. I moved into uh, the Federal Department of Agriculture in Canada and was doing communications for them. And that's when I realized like. If you are at all curious about the world, agriculture is a pathway into everything. It is science, it is politics, it is culture, it is environmental. You know, it's profoundly emotional for people. Yes. You know, and and it feeds the world. So that's that's where I found my passion. I left government and followed agriculture and started an agriculture uh, communications consulting um, agency. Did that for ten years, and uh, and then this fell into my lap. So. I can't wait to dig into this. So EIO, really incredible diagnostics company focused using AI and ML to look at utter health in dairy cattle. Yeah. I mean, this is incredible. Share more about the solution, share more about the problem you're solving and, and why this was the area that you wanted to chase. So EIO Diagnostics was literally born in a barn on Vancouver Island. A friend of mine had retired from the tech sector to pursue his passion as a cheesemaker. And he had a flock of goats. Is that a herd or a flock? Uh, we'll let it be a flock yeah, of goats. A flock. We'll yeah. go with flock. He was tending his flock <laughs> um, and came up against mastitis as an animal health issue with his goats. And so um, he started looking at other solutions for monitoring and you know doing detection, and there was nothing. So we looked back to his tech roots and he said, well, clearly there's gotta be a better way of doing this. He built the first prototype literally at his kitchen table and tested it on his own goats. And Incredible. then he called me up and said, hey, I have this idea. Do you think there's a market for it? And I had just come back from um, Kenya where I was working with dairy farmers and cooperatives there. I was like, yeah, there's a really big market for this. I mean, put it in perspective, 250 million dairy cows, just cows worldwide. If you look at the goats and the sheep and the water buffalo, there's almost 700 billion animals in wow. dairy production, or seven, sorry, 700 million animals in dairy production worldwide. Yeah, it's, it's a huge industry, right? So as you, as you look at this and you say, we, we have to go chase this, we have to solve this, how does it work? How, how does how's the response been from customers, from farmers? 
and what are they doing to actually use EIO diagnostics in their operation? So I'll step back just a second and explain what we're doing. Please. We're using infrared imaging and machine learning to look for early indications of inflammation in the udder of dairy cows. So mastitis is by definition an inflammation of the mammary glands, right? Humans get it, right. dogs, pigs, cows, goats, mammals, right? But cows are super athletes of lactation. They'll produce 65 to 100 pounds of milk a day. So that kind of inflammation is incredibly uncomfortable, but they don't have a voice to say, ouch. Um, it also affects their lifetime productivity. So the inflammation does damage to the milk producing tissue and can reduce their lifetime productivity by up to 20% for an wow. individual, right? I mean, they say, if you look at the stats across the average dairy farm, subclinical and clinical mastitis is taking 10% off of their productivity every year, right? So farmers are invested in mastitis management. They're either doing preventative um, investment or they're identifying cows for treatment or possibly culling them, making decisions about what their future career is in dairy, um, which can be shortened by this, you know? So what would, how would this show up on a farm? Is this integrated into a milking parlor? How, would, how, does, it, how does it look? It is. So we take an infrared sensor package and we install it at the entry of something called a rotary parlor. Sure. So there are different ways to milk cows. A rotary parlor is kind of like a cow carousel. They, they come on uh, the loading ramp and they get onto a rotating platform. And as they go around, they clean them and they inspect them and they milk them. And the cows get a little face time with their friends. And then they get to the end seven or eight minutes and they go back to the paddock and spend the rest of the day there until it's time to be milked again. Um, we put that sensor at the beginning of that rotary parlor so we can see the, the udder when it's nice and full. We do a thermal mapping of the udder. We you know screen out the things that don't need to be there. So we're just analyzing those pixels and then we run it through an algorithm that says, hey, this is a healthy cow or an unhealthy cow. Tomorrow, that is incredible. It's kind of cool, right? Oh, it's incredible. We'll learn more about how this industry is evolving and how the tech is evolving as well. We'll dig into it right after this. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years. And together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're talking with Tamara Lee, co-founder and CEO of EIO Diagnostics. Tamara, we were talking about how big this market is and how significant the problem of mastitis is. Is I was just looking at some numbers here. Dairy industry estimated to be nearly $900 billion. 900 billion worldwide, giant market continues to grow. As you step back and look at the overall industry, the innovation you're leading, how are you seeing the overall dairy industry evolving? It's an interesting industry. Now, we have uh, 
this perception among a lot of consumers that you know milk is in decline and, and that oat milk is going to take over the world or soy milk or the almonds or any of those things. And, and there is a huge beverage segment for that. But the dairy industry is much bigger than beverages. It's much bigger than liquid milk. It's about the delicious things they eat every day, the cheese, the butter, the ice cream. Um, it's about food ingredients that people don't need, know about. It's about protein powders. It's about industrial ingredients. They take components of milk and that's what forms this $900 billion industry. So people don't think about that. Dairy is not going away. The question is, how do you make dairy more efficient, more sustainable and more profitable? And dairy has Amen. to be part of the solution. You know, the, the FAO came out with a report in 2022 that said animal health is absolutely essential for agricultural sustainability in the future. So that's where we've positioned ourselves. You know, we need to be able to address that 20% production loss and the intensification of greenhouse gas emissions that are a result of this animal health issue. And we need to get out there and help farmers reduce the labor um, that's involved increase the efficiency of their inputs, like their food and their water and their labor and all of those things that go into producing that milk and make them more profitable and sustainable in the long run. I could not agree with you more, Tamara. I mean, this idea of sustainability and profitability, they have to go together. I mean, we, we talked Jeff Simmons, CEO of Alanco. I've heard him say multiple times, the first step to sustainability is profitability. Because if we can't, if a farmer or a rancher can't advance that animal profitably, they have no ability to be sustainable, right? That resource simply isn't there. Yeah. And so the dairy industry in the United States has really responded to that it, in large part by consolidation. We see really big dairy operations here that you don't see in all parts of the world. Right. You know, um, so we work with a thousand cow dairies and, and larger. You know, we have one installation that's on a rotary. We see 11,400 cows a day. It's in, I mean, that scale is incredible. Right. On a single sensor. So that's scalable, right? Absolutely. You say, hey, I can see 10 cows on this sensor. I can see 10,000 cows on this sensor. And we're doing it in real time. So we capture the image, we do the analysis, we get the output, and boom, here's your list of cows that, that need to be attended to. You know, um, It helps farmers get out ahead of the problem. So instead of having to deal with it with antibiotics or make a life or death decision for their cow, they can milk her out more aggressively. They can do whatever it is um, in terms of preventative or, or even just observation to see what they need to do with that cow or to culture her to reduce antibiotic use. You know? So there are a lot of issues that are tied in with mastitis. And you know, you asked about dairy farmers and what their response is to this. Like they're, they're excited. So if you, dairy farmers are natural engineers, right? You give them some duct tape and some baling twine and they'll build whatever it is that they, they need to build. There's the a, ultimate there's a entrepreneur. Yeah. So we take infrared sensors and algorithms and we say, hey, you know, here's some tools. How would you use this to solve their problem? And they've told us like so much of our product development has been listening to the farmers that are going to use it down the road. You know, and they'll say, well, we need, if you want to automate the process, we need it to do this on the data capture side. And we need the output like that. And we want you to physically mark the cow. Well, that was a whole other piece of our product we hadn't taken into consideration. It's incredible. You talk about this inspiration, being customer led, being farmer led. We're here at Rally, the cross-sector innovation conference. As I sit here, I see a space thing. I see a John Deere tractor. I see all kinds of technology behind me. Tamara, as you look at growing EIO diagnostics, you yourself, where, where do you find innovation inspiration? I mean, certainly your customers, but if you look at cross-sector innovation, 
where do you go to to be inspired, to be sort of enamored with this thing that will ultimately inspire innovation within your business? I think every company here has a, a cross-sector innovation component to it, right? We have different markets or different customers that we appeal to, but I'm, I'm not going to um, somebody who does herd management software or crop production to talk about the intricacies of, of optical sensors and, and emissivity. Uh, you know, there, there is cloud computing, there is edge computing, uh, there is the imaging that we're doing, there's all of the software, the interfaces, the APIs, huge databases. And, and so, you know, there is so much commonality among the different sectors and that's where I go. Uh, you know, we had a hardware issue that came up and we're, and we're looking at the next generation of hardware for us. And a big question in optical sensing with Dairycast is how do you keep the lens clean? Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of manure flying around. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's not our friend. If we can't see the udder, we can't tell you what's going on. So I went to the mining industry. I went to mining tech and I went to um, self-driving vehicles because they need to keep their sensors clean. Know? And that's where I found great solutions that we could bring into Barnes and start to implement with us. Well, Tamara, you are doing some amazing innovation, incredible work on behalf of farmers, ranchers all across the globe. Last question for you, what's next? What's next for EIO Diagnostics? What can we expect to see? We are just going to market now. So it's, it's a really exciting time for EIO. We have our first two customers. We see about 24,000 yes. cows a day, uh, you know, but it's, it's really about growing out that footprint. We're focused in the Midwest. That's part of the reason that we're in Indiana right now. Uh, you know, we're focused in, in Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. Uh, we just opened an office in Nebraska. We're really keen on moving in Texas. So just building out really sustainably, making sure that what we have is the right solution for the right people. And then the world. That's right. Uh, you know, for us, we have a, a barrier to breakthrough from a hardware perspective. We can deal with rotary parlors really well, but that only represents about 40% of the cows in the US okay. and less than that on a global scale. We need to always be innovating. So moving to a, a different form factor that allows us to work with all dairies, whether they're using a parallel parlor, a herringbone parlor, robotic milking box, um, or a rotary parlor, we want to meet that whole 250 million cow market and then be able to grow from there. Well, we look forward to seeing it happen right here in Indiana. Tamara, it has been wonderful to spend time with you. Thanks so much for investing time, and thanks for being here at Rally. Thanks, Mitch. And thank you for tuning into Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. You can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovus team, I'm Mitch Frazier, and thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovus Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovusindiana.com.